0: The third section of Psalms, known as the Leviticus Psalms, remind us that the God who redeemed us is still with us. In fact, He has promised to never leave us or forsake us. Today we join Scott Pauley in opening God's roadmap for life. Find your place in the Word of God, in the Psalms, and let's discover what God has for us along the way. Well, friends, today we begin a brand new section of the Psalms. They're referred to as the Leviticus Psalms, and you'll understand why in just a moment. And they begin with Psalm 73 and carry us through Psalm 89. This is one of the shorter sections or books of the Psalms But, oh, let me tell you, rich, wonderful. Uh, Matter of fact, the very first psalm, Psalm 73, immediately ushers us into the presence of God. You remember that the book of Leviticus is all about God's holiness. It was the book that was centered, if you will, on the tabernacle, uh, on the meeting place, on being with God. Well, Psalm 73 through Psalm 89 helps us to bring all of life into the Holy of Holies. All of life into God's presence. Uh, Do you remember God saying to Moses, take off your shoes, you're standing on what? Holy ground. Well, may I say to you that for a child of God, all ground is holy ground? Uh, That every part of your life is to be sacred, uh, that every relationship is to be consecrated to God, that every business dealing is to be sanctified, that every day of your life and every difficulty with which you have to deal is to be given to God. Well, Psalm 73 immediately gives us that emphasis. We know that it's a psalm of Asaph. Now, that's significant. It's the first of 12 psalms by this man named Asaph. And we know from 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 4 and verse 5, that Asaph was the chief musician. You remember uh, that they appointed a number of Levites to minister and to give thanks and to give praise. Well, the first man on the list was Asaph. Asaph the chief, the Bible calls it. And so there are 12 of these psalms of Asaph. This is the first one. And uh, that's very instructive because I believe the first great principle we learn from Psalm 73 is uh, that it is praise that brings us into the presence of God. Listen to verse 1. Truly, God is good to Israel, even to such. As or of a clean heart. Now when you keep reading in Psalm 73, he's going to deal with some pretty bad things. As a matter of fact, he's, for a period of time, even going to get a little distracted and confess that he got his eyes on some bad people and bad circumstances. We all do that, don't we? But the psalm doesn't begin there. It begins with the goodness of God. Oh, how powerful this truth is. Uh, this is a good time for all of us to get our eyes, our attention off of the bad world around us and back on the goodness of God. As long as you can keep the goodness of God in sight, friend, you can face anything. You can deal with anything. You can endure anything. As long as you can believe and rest in the fact that God is good. It is the first thing the devil wants to question. It is the first thing we are prone to forget. And it is the first thing in Psalm 73 that God says, if you're going to live in my presence... Then you're going to have to remember that i am good there's a second principle in psalm 73 and it is this if you're going to live in the presence of god not only are you going to have to learn to praise remember another psalm says come into his gates with thanksgiving enter his courts with praise Uh, so the same principle is illustrated for us here but secondly if you're going to live in god's presence you're also going to have to live in purity the bible says at the end of verse one that God is good to such as are of a clean heart. He says in verse 2, But as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well nigh slipped, for I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. He said there was a period of time where I got my attention on the fact that everybody else wasn't doing right, that there were a lot of unclean people and unclean things going on. I thought they were all getting by with it. But don't miss the principle. The principle is this, If you're going to live in the holy presence of God, then you must be a partaker of His holiness. The truth is, none of us are holy people. If there's any holy thing in any of us, it must be Jesus, because I guarantee you it's not me, and it's not you. We're just sinners. But the Lord says He wants us to be clean. Do you hear the last two words of verse 1? Clean heart. Is your heart clean today? David wrote a great deal about having a clean heart in Psalm 32 and in Psalm 51. This is always the heart of the the person that's seeking after God. You see, you can't draw near to God and be distant from Him because of your sin. You can't be full of God and full of sin at the same time. Your iniquities will separate you from God. Your sin will come between you and God. So if you want to live in His presence, number one, begin by praising Him. And number two, keep your own heart pure and clean. Then there's a third truth. It's really a dominating truth in Psalm 73, and it is this. If you want to live in the presence of God, allow your problems to drive you into God's presence. That's right, your problems. When I say the presence of God, immediately everybody thinks, oh, how wonderful it is just to be in some quiet, secret place, not to be troubled by anything, and it's peaceful. But may I say to you that very often God uses the problems of life and the problem people in our world as tools, instruments, if you will, prods to drive us to the Lord. Uh, that really is at the heart of Psalm 73 because you remember he got envious at the foolish. He saw the prosperity of the wicked. He said in verse 5, They're not in trouble as other men, neither are they plagued like other men. He said, I, I, I'm doing the right thing and everything's going wrong. They're doing the wrong thing and it seems everything is going right. But when you come to verse Number 16 he says this when I thought to know this it was too painful for me until until I went into the sanctuary of God then understood I their end remember Leviticus was all about the sanctuary and now here we are in the Leviticus Psalms beginning in Psalm 73 and where does God usher us into he brings us into the holy place he brings us into the sanctuary my brother my sister May I tell you that everything in this world looks different from the throne room? That when you get very near to God, suddenly your perspective on everybody and everything else begins to change. And Asaph says, I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. But when I got into the sanctuary, when I got into his presence, then understood either end. You see, when you draw nigh to the eternal God, you get a view of eternity. You stop thinking in in the realm of time and you start looking at it from an eternal perspective, you stop seeing just the material and the physical and you start seeing the spiritual and the eternal. That's what Asaph had to do and that's what you have to do. That's what I have to do. Do not allow problems and problem people to be a wedge between you and God. Instead, let them be a prod to drive you to the Lord. I see so many people going the wrong direction, running from God when things get difficult. That's the very time that you ought to run to Him. So praise brings you into His presence. Purity brings you into His presence. Remember, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God, Jesus said. And then thirdly, problems bring you into the presence of God. Let me give you one more. Here's how the psalm ends. He says in verse 26, My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For lo, they that are far from thee shall perish Thou hast destroyed all them that go whoring from thee, but it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all thy works. Prayer, prayer brings you into the presence of God. See, you don't rush into the presence of God, and when you get there, you don't want to rush out. Psalm 73 is a prayer. It is the, the heart communing with God. If you want to live in God's presence, get alone with God today. James said it this way, draw nigh to God and He will draw nigh to you. Did you notice that Psalm 73 opened with these words, truly God is good. And it closes with these words, but it is good for me to draw near to God. Yes, friends, God is good today, but it is good for us to draw near to Him. He's always with us. He promised He would never leave us nor forsake us. But if you want to live in His conscious presence, you must choose that for yourself. May God help you draw near to God today. If you would like more information on knowing the Lord Jesus Christ in a personal way, or if you desire to grow in your faith, please visit us at scottpauley.org. We'd love to hear from you. You may also download your free copy of A Ready Reference of the Psalms to help you in our current study. We are praying that God will guide you today and that you will enjoy the journey.